I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And, and this, this is The Barca Lounge. Hello, hello! Hi, everyone! Welcome to The Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. What is up? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. How are we doing this Monday, Christine? It's a pretty good Monday so far. It's the first start of the week and uh, ready for this podcast recording. All right. It's been a long day. We've worked super hard. The tiredness is real, but we are here as ever to bring you details on the number one show of the 90s, Friends. And today we will be talking about episode 11, yes. The One with Mrs. Bing. Oh yeah. It's about to get spicy. There's a guy who has the potential to break our hearts and plunge us into a pit of depression. Where? Ooh, come to mama. <laughs> He's coming. Be cool, be cool, be cool. Nice, huh? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we should do something. Whistle. We are not going to whistle. Yeah, come on, do it. No. Do it, no. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Woo, woo! That's exactly how the episode starts. Ah, what a yeah. way to go. Uh, poor random handsome guy. We shall call him the Coma Man. <laughs> coma Man. <laughs> He's going to need a code name because he is certainly going to be a uh, big aspect of this episode. Way to start the episode, too. So, uh, insert Rembrandt's. <laughs> Ah, so it takes us to the hospital where Monica is blaming herself pretty much for going, why did I, woohoo. Yeah, woo-hoo. Uh, also I want to compliment Monica on her exemplary <laughs> whistling <laughs> skills. Woohoo. <laughs> woohoo. Uh, so she's like blaming herself and, you know, Phoebe, they're just like in the hospital and he's like in this coma and they're wondering, is there anything we can do? To, like, make it up to this guy. It's like we gotta make it up to this poor soul that we have tragically put into a coma. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because here, you know, they're over here trying to guess his name. And you think it'd be easy as, like, just looking at his little ID tag on his arm. Yeah, I'm surprised that <laughs> wouldn't have been but the first no, thought. But no, apparently not. And then her and Monica, or her and Phoebe are just, like, kind of going back and forth. Like, oh, I wonder what his profession could be oh, maybe he's a golfer. Or, you know, like, just trying to, like, create this, like, ideal man or Yeah, it's something. kind of weird. Like, uh, from this point on, never mind the fact, how did they get into the patient's room? Right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's a, that's a side note. Oh, but uh, I love how they start putting, like, imaginary uh, mystery man scenarios on yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, what could he be? Maybe he's a secret agent. No, perhaps he's a biologist. Right? Like, look at that hair. No, he does this, like, or something, you know, but... You know, hey. he's a shampoo model. 
They just needed that little uh, idol in the moment, I guess. Something to talk about or make a man of a. So we go back to Monica's apartment here. And Chandler opens up with, Are there no conscious men in the city for you two? <laughs> Basically uh, attacking both of their choices to go after right? <laughs> a man that they've just put in the hospital. Yeah, and then they already feel, you know, bad as it is because they feel obviously responsible for the accident. Yeah, you know, uh, all it took was a couple of (laughs) woohoos. So, um, while this is happening, you know, Rachel notices someone on TV, and it's Nora Bing. Dun-dun-dun-dun! Chandler's mom! The introduction of the mother of the Chan Man! Yes, and uh, she is a famous erotic novelist. Can there be any more spit coming out of my mouth? (laughs) And so she's being interviewed right now, and so they're watching her on TV, and Chandler's cringing at this. Cause... I mean, honestly, uh, that is quite a revelation of a parental career. Yeah. I and mean... it also probably explains why Chandler doesn't talk about his parents that much, or at least not in a positive manner. Yeah, because his mom, you know, when you look at her, you would not think she's a mom, you know? She's very, uh... Gorgeous. Well, like in a. Because <laughs> moms can't be gorgeous. Okay, moms can't be gorgeous. Correct. Moms can't be pretty. Moms are gorgeous. The lounge <laughs> said it first. JK, you guys. Um, but no, she's like you. She just has that appearance that a uh, young hipster type of. Kind of gives sexy... off a voluptuous mystery. There you woman. go. That's the word we were looking for. Thank you, Jaren. Um, but anyways, at this point, Paolo actually walks in. And Rachel's, like, all obsessed because, you know, he just came back. And she's like, oh, my God, Paolo. And they just start making out in front of everyone. Much to Ross's dismay. Yeah. As per usual at this point. Because he's still suffering in the background as friend zone guy. While uh, magic Italian Paolo continues to thrust his tongue down Rachel's throat. Yeah. I'm getting good with these metaphors, guys. Hang in there. The, the camera just angles at Ross, and Ross is just, like, tripping as usual. But, hey. So, anyway, um, Chandler is still cringing at the uh, idea of his mom being on TV, and um, she's got a few words that she has to say for him. So, listen to that. Uh, this is the way that I find out. Most moms use the phone. <laughs> you know, I... I don't take this wrong. I, I just don't see you as a mom somehow. I don't mean that. I don't mean that bad. Oh no, I am a fabulous mom. I bought my son his first condoms. <laughs> and that is Chandler's mom. Wow. She's uh very open. Yeah, we're we're not much for subtleties here in the Bing family. Very very much, and uh, Chandler just continues to cringe. So. And now he also <laughs> has to figure out how to entertain his mom, who's going to drop in and surprise him. What an announcement. What a nice visit with Chandler and the friends. And we're back at the hospital, and this scene right here is kind of like time-lapsing forward, but kind of fast-forwarding to, like, day and night, day and night of, like, them taking care of Coma Man. Uh, basically, uh, insert 80s montage music. There you go. <laughs> While they're, like, shaving him, changing his clothes, <laughs> like, you know, basically keeping him, like, well-kept and everything Clean. while Flipping he's his pillow, comatose. Sharing the news with him, you know, while that 
song in the background's going, Nothing you can do make me do, do, do. My God. Yeah. My God. So it's kind of cool, you know, and then there's even, like, points where they're bringing him plants. They're just trying to make this coma look somewhat livable for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. We're now at a place called Mexican Village Restaurant. And at this restaurant, this, uh, Nora being, the friends are about to hang out, catch up with Chandler's mom. And Everyone's getting comfortable, you know, introductions are being made for those who haven't been acquainted with her mom. And she's already pouring tequila shots. <laughs> and, um, you know, she's like, is everybody ready for a shot? And, you know, and everyone is, except for Ross. He's like, uh, I'm not really a shot drinking kind of guy. It's like, wow, Ross, you're really going to be that guy. But then Paolo and Rachel enter the restaurant, and uh, Roz is like, well, but a man can change. And starts <laughs> downing all these shots. Like, he anything starts getting Anything to drunk. numb the pain of visibly watching Rachel and Paolo go at it. Yeah, anything. And he's just, like, already, like, oh, oh my god. Insert just watching them. You know, and while they're hanging out, you know, Rachel's over here admiring Nora Bing. She's like... Apparently, she's already been obsessed with her work before she even moved in with Monica. Like, just knowing her as a, a novel as artist. An erotic yeah. novelist. Novelist. And, uh, novelist. Yeah, so she's like, you know, you're Novelist. Novelist. <laughs> so, um, you know, at this point in the scene, Nora goes to, like, the little payphone by the bathroom to check if like there are any messages at the hotel for her also can can we talk about how novel it is that you can check your messages and stuff from a payphone i mean granted you know we still have payphones now yeah. they're like few and far between and probably still have this feature but you know this was commonplace back then versus now where we have like the luxury of cell phones and we're yeah. just like oh you know just let me check my you know google dropbox or something i think she was just calling two like, different whole, companies by the way calling the hotel you know to any messages from Miss Bing, but you know. Um, and so while that happens, Ross is kind of going to the bathroom and, uh, you know, she kind of she kind of senses that something's wrong with him. Like, you okay, sweetie? And Ross is just like, I'm alright. <laughs> Definitely not being depressed about the current status of my life. <laughs> and, Nora, and given that Nora does erotic novels and stuff like that, she's pretty experienced, you know. So she's like... She can obviously see that he's currently lamenting from some romantic woes. Yeah. So she's like, um, it's the Italian hand liquor, isn't it? <laughs> Another Paolo trait, in case that wasn't obvious. And Ross is like, no, it's the one he's licking. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's trying to comfort him, you know. She's trying to make him feel better. Like, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of guys like this in my life you know and um you trust me like you're you're gonna be the one so just you know you're smart you're sexy and it's like okay are you making him feel better or are you trying to make a move here nora you know so um she ends up kissing him <laughs> his name is ross oh ross you kiss the mom and who knows how long that would have kept going until Joey walks in and sees that. <laughs> it's not like Mama's. Mm. 
so we get to Joey's apartment. You know, Ross is knocking on the door to make sure that Chandler is not there. You know, gotta do the security check, uh, especially after you kiss someone's mom. Yeah, and so Joey was like, you broke that code. Like, you know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> trying to just, like, tell him, like, you know, dude, you messed up. And Ross is like, I know, but do you think he needs to know? Maybe Chandler doesn't have to know. Guy and, code section 8, uh, verse 248. Anyway, so Chandler, you know, they were in the hallway doing this talk, and then Chandler comes out and he's like, hey, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Definitely not kissing moms. Uh, you know, racquetball. Just wanted to see if Joe wanted to play racquetball. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a likely story, especially coming from these two. But uh, apparently the, that was the best go-to excuse that could be came up with at the time. Yeah. And before switching scenes, you know, uh, Paolo and, and Rachel walk out of the apartment, of course, where Ross sees them again. Uh, at this point, <laughs> I'm just starting to think it's queued up. <laughs> yeah. And so she's trying to, like, you know, say goodbye to him. He's leaving and they're making out again. And Ross is like... Do they always have to wait until I'm there? Like, like I appreciate that, like you know? the the fourth wall reference to it. Oh it's just like gosh. really, it's almost like meta at this point. It's like, oh, we cannot make out unless Ross is directly behind us. Oh, look, there he is. <laughs> right. So little lip smacking yeah. ASMR for you guys. So that happens, and Ross and Joey end up going inside Monica's apartment from here, and we switch over back to the hospital. Yeah. Where we return to Monica and Phoebe continuing to turn Coma Guy into a Ken doll. Except this time, Monica walks in with some balloons and Phoebe's already there without Monica. Da-da. So at this point, she's kind of like, oh, so have you been coming here a lot on your own lately? Uh, We're starting to see a competition for uh, imaginary passions here. Yep, of who's taking care of him the most and spending time with him the most. (laughs) The thing that I think is funny about this, it's like uh, they're almost treating the coma guy as if he's like a baby fetus. Like, you know how you like read to like a pregnant woman's stomach and everything's (laughs) like, oh yeah, the baby's going to retain this. There's like maybe by doing all these nice things for him, you know, like uh, shaving his hair, uh, bringing him a bunch of balloons that he clearly can't see. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's just going to pick one when he wakes up. Maybe something. But it's very clear that that both of them are kind of jealous of each other. Like, OK, uh, I'm the one taking care of him. I'm the one. I'm taking care of him the yeah. most. Uh uh-uh. So we go back to Chandler and Joey's apartment where Ross finally confesses to Chandler about Nora Bing. But he first blames it on Paolo. Wow. <laughs> I mean, not the best excuse in the world, but uh, I gotta commend Ross here for at least being forthright about it. And, yeah. You know, owning up to it instead of like, I'm taking this to the grave. Yeah, he did. And and Chandler was pissed. He, he was just like, you kissed my mom? Like, my mom? You know? And Almost then- <laughs> a little unreasonably pissed, but... Yeah. It's not our moms. True. <laughs> and Joy was like trying to calm him down, and then Chandler's like, "You knew about it and didn't tell me." I was you were just as bad. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not talking to you either." 
And so, like, Chandler walks out. And Your then, mom kisses her nowhere. And Joey follows out the door, too. And he's just like, this will happen when you break the code. <laughs> oh, my God. So, well, anyway, we've seen Switch over here. And now we're at Central Park. So, Ah, um, uh, yes. The trademark friends meeting spot. Yeah. And Monica sees that. You know, Rachel's on the clock, but she's working on something. Like, she's writing something, you know? So Monica's like, what are you working on? And hmm. Inquiring minds would like to know. Rachel is actually trying to write a book. Trying to be like Nora Bing. You know, erotic okay. novel. Trying to see if she can come up with a rough draft, you know? Well, you know, it's not like the whole waitressing thing's been working out to the best. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I just wanted to give it a shot, you know? So why not? Um, and then Phoebe walks in and she was asking Monica, like, so you going to the hospital? <laughs> and Monica, it begins. <laughs> and Monica's like, are you? And she's like, are you? Like, they're going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Rachel, at this point, introduces Phoebe to get on stage to do her thing and, and sing, you know. And, but, uh, Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't become too vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> so she starts singing about, she's like, I, I want to sing about a, a man that I've come to, to, to care about so much. As of very recently. And she starts singing about her coma man, her coma, coma man. <laughs> and just like describing the fact that like it's okay if he doesn't know her, like... But you he know. can see these balloons that I bought for him. And the funny thing is... Oh, wait, is, he can't because his eyes are closed. Wow. Oh, coma man. Wow. That, that's, that's, a, that's a really funny version. I mean, I don't think those are the actual lyrics, but hey, Phoebe, uh, hit me up for copyrights. Right. And so Phoebe, while she's singing, um, Monica's trying to, like, sneak out of the coffee house, like... Without Phoebe seeing her, because she's trying to go to the hospital. Trying to take advantage of Phoebe's distraction. (laughs) And as soon as Monica runs out, Phoebe's like, in the mic, okay, guys, we're going to take a short break. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't even finish the song. She's just like, damn, she saw Monica. All right, I got to go follow her. Just like runs after her immediately. Oh, man. So, you know, at this point, Chandler walks in, and and he's still not trying to talk to Ross, you know, and uh, he calls him. I'm not talking to you, mother kisser. (laughs) And Ross is like, look, I'm trying to apologize. Like, what more can I do? Like, I'm never going to do it again. You know who I am. You know how I am. Like, you know. It's so so. true. I mean, I'd rather he be a mother kisser than a mother. (laughs) But Chandler still wasn't having it. So we will go back to the hospital. And Monica goes in first, right? And since Phoebe was like two seconds after him, um, they do see that Kuma Man is not Has in the bed. Disappeared mysteriously. Yeah, they're just like, where'd he go? Comes out of the bathroom. <laughs> well, that was a very short lived mystery. Thank you, Kuma Man. He looks at them like, who are you guys? <laughs> like, what yeah, are I was about you to doing? Say, if he just woke up right here and immediately recognized them as the two women with the hats from the newsstand that'd be a little scary keep in mind like monica and phoebe think that because he was in a coma they're kind of expecting him to have some kind of like like, special fetus baby psychic connection power because they've been doing so much because monica's like so how you feeling like all like like, you feeling shaved you feeling relaxed (laughs) don't look under your apron 
he's like, I feel good, <laughs> you know? And they're just like, okay, well, like, we introduce them, you know, I'm Monica, I'm Phoebe, and I've been taking care of you. Well, I've been doing this for you. Oh, well, I did this. Get and then, you like, sick. they basically both start going down the list. And it's like, right. well, I did this. I did it better than you. Well, nuh Yeah, but Coma Man was kind of a... Uh, not the guy we dreamed him to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Revelations abound. He, he was just kind of like, well, thanks. Uh, I guess I'll see you guys around. <laughs> but the thing that's funny about it is, like, even though they weren't expecting that re- reaction, I mean, any regular person would react exactly how Coma Guy's reacting. Yeah. It's like, hello to random strangers who apparently did a lot of things for me, but I have no idea who you are. Right? The best I can give you is a thank you. Seriously, and Monica was just like, that's it. And they're just like mad because he didn't appreciate everything that they were doing. And it's like, well, dude, he was in a coma. He wouldn't know you're doing all those things for him. I was about to say, I mean, it's kind of hard to appreciate a free ball shaving when you're asleep. (laughs) So we end the scene with Phoebe and Monica leaving, and they're just like, whatever, this is typical. And Phoebe's like, you know what? We thought you were different. (laughs) I guess it was the coma. Oh, yeah. Tried it to the coma. <laughs> All right. So now we are at Chandler's apartment. And, you know, this is where Nora's about to say her goodbye. She's leaving. It's kind of like the moment we've been building up to. It's like that kiss has caused a lot of controversy between the friends. And yeah. now it's kind of time to come up and uh, own the situation a little bit. And maybe come to some understanding between mother and son. Yeah. And as soon as she was about to walk out the door, Chandler was just like, You kissed my best Ross. <laughs> <laughs> like, the words just came out, like... I mean, still t- counts. Same tangled, meaning. Tangled, but, you know, yeah, you get you get the gist of it. And uh, You're my best Ross. He just started, you know, venting to her. Like, it wasn't just about the kiss. It was just how she is in in general. Like, their relationship as it was, you know? Yeah, the, ki- the kiss was more like uh, the final nail in the coffin. It's just like, okay, that's like the last straw. Like, we're going to talk about how my childhood was. And, dit, 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 dit. and you yeah. never got me that pony I wanted when I was five. <laughs> and you're a chicken sandwich. You know, and Nora's, you know, she felt bad. She's like, look, I, I promise it won't happen again. You know, I know he's your best friend. Like, you know, she was, she at least owned up to it, you know. Yeah, you know, she made a mistake. It was a heat of the moment kind of situation. Almost mm-hmm. like those novels she writes. And while they're talking, you know, Joey's in the hallway. I guess he was on his way home from wherever. But since he hears Chandler and Nora having a mom and son <laughs> moment... He decides to wait in the hallway and eavesdrops, and Ross enters too. Like, Awkward. what are you doing? <laughs> and he's just like, "Hey, he's finally telling her off, man. He's finally telling all his feelings to his mom." So it was like kind of a cool moment for Chandler, I guess. So, a moment of truth. Um, after that, you know, Nora's about to leave, and she kind of does like that awkward goodbye to Ross because she like has to like walk past him, you know. <laughs> so she's like. Ross, and she's saying, and Ross is like, Mrs. Bing, <laughs> just like awkwardly yeah, walks just away. like all super dramatic and weird. <laughs> and so um, Ross was gonna go inside Monica's apartment, you know, because 
he figured Chandler is still not talking to him. Like, whatever. But um, Chandler was just like, hey. And he's like, hey. Yeah, we, we good, man? He's like, <laughs> he's like, for real? Like, we can talk now? It's like, it's okay? <laughs> I've magically regained the ability to use words? Yeah. And Chandler's like, it's okay, you know. And, and he was just telling his mom how it was awful that how everything went down, how he finally, like, talked his feelings out with Nora. And Ross tried to make it better, but he kind of made it worse by saying, so it kind of did work out then that me and your mom kissed, huh? Like, if it wasn't for that. Like, really? (laughs) That's what you take away from this, Ross? Uh, Yeah, Ross, seriously. He was was trying. He's like, okay, never mind. Too soon, too soon. So. It's like, at least give it three years, buddy. That's all good and then, and uh, we end the scene with Monica's apartment where Rachel is uh, handing out her copies of her first chapter. You know, like uh, the first piece of the manuscript of Rachel Erotica. Yeah. That'll be coming soon Ooh, to the I like market. That. Rachel Erotica. Rachel Erotica. You say that like three times fast. Rachel Erotica. Okay. But anyways, they just start making Jesus. fun of her. And, you know, Ross, Mr. Grammar over here. Um, was they were just making fun of every like word in her book because you know they were like instead of thribbing it was like tripping or something like that like the way he was making the words come out oh man she's like hey okay I'm not a good typist <laughs> but you know what I tried I'm not a stenographer <laughs> but when I do type that's what I do but yeah and so yeah that pretty much ends this episode the one with Mrs. Bing yes episode 11 what did you think about that i think this uh episode was nice uh it was great to take another deep dive into my personal favorite character the chan man Mm -hmm. and get the first taste of his uh oh so tasty family history oh yeah like if you think his mom's amazing wait till you meet his dad true and i especially like the part where you know rachel was kind of it kind of showed a little hint of rachel even though she plays like that daddy's little girl you know moved to the city and now that she's living like this independent life she's also showing her ambition about hey let me just try writing a book who knows even though it's just for fun still on that stage of exploring passions i mean definitely not pursuing it as a career but it's uh nice to see her show some interest right and Joey over here being a good friend, like telling Ross, like, the code. you wrote that code. So it was kind of cool. The code is to a real that. thing. Yeah, it is. It is real. It is very real. And also a little bit of Monica and Phoebe just showing their, their senseless act and, and helping a dude out, even though. And gaining nothing <laughs> from it. Which yeah, goes to exactly. show you can't place imaginary <laughs> expectations on people. Yep, yep, Definitely yep. the lesson to take away there. Yeah. So overall, pretty good show. I like Mrs. Bing. She's she's pretty cool. I think we'll keep Miss <laughs> Bing. We'll keep her around. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for listening to our episode tonight. And on that note, this episode of the Barker Lounge comes to a close. Thank you as always for tuning in every Monday and Friday to talk about friends. Yes, and don't forget Follow us on our Instagram page at The Barker Lounge. And you'll be able to see on our bio all of our listening platforms on there.
and uh, definitely expect uh, our Instagram to get a little bit more livelier soon. We're going to start uh, posting some extra content for you guys, so uh, keep your eyes peeled. In addition to new episode details. That's right. We'll see you guys at the end of the week. All right. Have a good one, guys, and until next time, we'll be there for you. I know when I'm reading my Rage Erotica, Rage Erotica, Rage Erotica, Rage Erotica, Rage I have my can of Yerba Mate. That's right. It's a sponsorship in the best possible form. I don't know if they'll ever listen to this, but please send us money.